Hello there and welcome into another edition of The Intersection with conversation highlights from The Meeting House on Faith Radio about a variety of topics, including news, information, and lifestyles approached from a Christian worldview perspective. Coming up, you will be hearing material from the Summer 2023 Christian Product Expo in Lexington, Kentucky. But first, there are comments from well-known women speaker and writer Sharon James, who has worked with Proverbs 31 Ministries. She provides encouragement for parents to pray for their children through a wide variety of areas of their lives. Plus, from Faith Radio Meeting House Media Central at the Summer 2023 Christian Product Expo in Lexington, Kentucky, Eva Marie Everson relates what grew out of an experience at Alabama's Blue Lake Camp, leading her to examine some of the questions that are asked in the scriptures, questions that can help us to evaluate our walk with the Lord. And on this edition of The Intersection, also from the Christian Product Expo, Jim Bradford relates what he has discovered through ministering to men throughout the years, bringing clarity to how a man can follow God's plan. Finally, Daniel Moritz of DLM Christian Lifestyle and DLM Men's Lifestyle relates some principles that men can embrace as they seek to follow the Lord, challenging them to focus on what God wants to do in their lives. This is the intersection of production of The Meeting House, I'm Bob Crittenden. Sharon Janes is a women's speaker and author who writes for Proverbs 31 Ministries and once served as vice president of that organization. In a recent Meeting House conversation, she spoke with me about the importance of parents interceding for their children, offering a devotional guide called Praying for Your Child from Head to Toe, a 30-day guide to powerful and effective scripture-based prayers. Here now with some material from that conversation is Sharon Janes. We go over 16 areas every single day wow. after 30 days. So we're, and it sounds like it would take a long time, but it doesn't. It would, you know, takes maybe seven minutes to go through each of these 17. But you know what, Bobby you mentioned, um, that last thing you mentioned was about the mind and the anxiety and, and the peace with kids. And that's why, you know, number one, we're praying from head to toe. And number one, I start with the mind. Because the first thing we need to pray for our children, if we're going to cover them in prayer, that's kind of a, um, an, an old-timey word that I love to use, covering my child in prayer. But we have to start at the top and with what they think about, because that's going to ultimately determine you know, what they are about. And, and we're praying scripture over their mind about, um, you know, to begin with, don't be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And what is coming into our children's minds today is, it's, it's just, it's so scary. I mean, you think about what they're seeing on the internet, um, and then you look at social media and how the, the children, and this, this is true for adults too, but with, with children looking at all the social media and then comparing themselves to other kids. And sometimes they are not kind to each other on social media with Facebook and Twitter and just Instagram, all the different ways that they have to communicate. So we need to be praying about their mind, what they are thinking about. And this includes comparison. It includes the, the different ideas that they see that are coming through the Internet, the, the scary things. Um, there's so much sexual, sexual images that they can see that when you and I were growing up, I mean, that – I mean, you had to make an effort to go in a store or something to, to see what they are seeing now just in the privacy of their own rooms. 
um, that's just popping up automatically on their computers, and then friends are sending it to each other. So we've got to start at the top and praying for their mind and what goes in their mind and then what they are thinking about. And we also know that when the Bible talks about having peace, it talks about the mind. That's where the peace starts, in the mind. What are some thoughts that you would have that you cover in this book with respect to protection, if you will? Well, every day as we are praying for these 16 areas, there's a scripture and then there's a prayer. So as we, as we started with the mind, praying for their what they're thinking about, the thoughts that come into our head, and then we go down about halfway and then we get to the back. And when you get to the back, that's where we're going to pray for protection. And so each day we're going to be praying for for protection in the spiritual realm and in the physical realm. For example, on on day one, we're going to be praying Deuteronomy 23.14. It says, for the Lord your God moves around in your camp to protect you and to defeat your enemies. Okay, so that's the scripture. So let me give you an example of what the prayer would be to go along with that scripture. As you're praying for your child's protection, Almighty God, I ask that you move about in my child's camp today, in his or her home, school, and everywhere in between. Protect and deliver them from anyone who would seek to do harm physically, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually. So that's day one, praying Deuteronomy 23 and praying for spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical protection. Some days it focuses more on the spiritual realm. Some days it'll focus more on the physical realm. Some days on the emotional, some days on the mental. But as we're getting to the back, going from head to toe, that's where we're focusing on protection. Sharon Janes here on The Intersection. You can find her online at Sharon Janes, J-A-Y-N-E-S dot com. This is The Intersection Podcast. It's back now to Faith Radio Meeting House Media Central at the Summer 2023 Christian Product Expo in Lexington, Kentucky. Eva Marie Everson explored some of the questions that are found in the scriptures related to the subject of her book entitled The Third Path, Finding Intimacy with God on the Path of Questioning. Here now from that CPE conversation is Eva Marie Everson. Tell me the story, please. There is a prayer labyrinth on the grounds where the Blue Lake Christian Writers Conference takes place. And um, I saw a piece of paper about it. I didn't know what it was, but the Holy Spirit told me, whispered in my ear, pick up that piece of paper and take it home. And I did. That particular prayer labyrinth has four paths the path of silence, the path of memory, the path of prayer, and then the path of questioning. And long story short, after I came home, I began to research prayer labyrinths, and then I began to research silence. I began to research memory. And of course, prayer is something I've just been naturally researching Mm -hmm. (laughs) my whole Christian life. Um, But when I got to the path of questioning, I thought, you know, the Questions, I think, should come before the prayer. I think prayer should Hmm. finish it off. And so I switched those two, and the third path became the path of questioning. I thought that this was my questions, the questions I have for God. But God very quickly let me know that these were his questions. And, of course, my question to him was, 
of questions. <laughs> you know, you, right. you know, you're, uh, you know everything. You, you're omniscient. Uh, how can you have questions? And as mm. soon as I, and I was journaling all this, as soon as I journaled it, I heard, where are you? What is this thing you have done? Where did you come from and where are you going? What can I do for you? What do you want me to do for you? You know, mm-hmm. um, do you I want know. to be well? I, I, I mean, the see question, where you're going yeah, here. The questions started pouring out. All these questions that God asked in the Bible. And mm-hmm. I realized that God has been asking man questions forever. Yeah. Eva Marie Everson joining us today here on the Meeting House on Faith Radio, the author of the book, The Third Path, Finding Intimacy with God on the Path of Questioning. And you talked about going to what's called a prayer labyrinth Mm -hmm. at the Blue Lake Retreat Center, where the Blue Lake Christian Writers Conference is held Mm -hmm. year after year. Put a plug in for Blue Lake. Marilyn Turk does a tremendous job of organizing this. Always has tremendous faculty members that come in and encourage authors and provide inspiration. And you've been a faculty member on multiple occasions. One of those occasions, you went out to the prayer labyrinth. Uh, Yeah, someone might call this a maze. Well, it is kind of amazing, but but anyway, so. What is What's the difference? The, yeah, what is a yeah. prayer labyrinth so, for those who may not be familiar with right. the concept? So I think we're all familiar with a maze because we yeah. probably played those little games as children where you have to, you know, like the, in the highlights right. magazine, you had to try to get all the way through, but then you would hit a wall and you'd have to turn yeah. around. It's kind of like back. a corn maze uh, like a in corn the maze. fall. Exactly. Yes. And yes. so, and so that is a maze. A maze is designed to confuse you and to confound you. But a labyrinth is one way in and one way out. And it circles mm-hmm. around until it gets to the center and then it comes back out again. So it is not designed to confuse or to confound. It's designed to bring you closer. And it's designed to bring you closer to God so that when you reach the center, there's typically a bench or something like that and you can sit and this, and like if you were, if you were walking the one at, at Blue Lake, you take that first loop and that's the path of silence. That's where you draw quiet. Mm-hmm. And then the second loop is the memory. And this is, for me, this is when I talk to God about whatever's going on in my day to day. And then the third is the path of questioning. And this is when I would look at a question. And again, I was doing all of this in a journal. I did go and actually walk the labyrinth at Blue Lake, but I did all this in a journal. And this is when I would look at a question and I would begin to study it. One of the questions that God asked in the Bible and I would study it and I would underline key words and then I would turn the question back on myself. And sometimes it would take a long time to answer some of those questions because they're not meant to be answered simply. They're meant to be answered in a way that draws you to a more intimate relationship with God. That's what questions are all about. You know, when we say, how are you? Or who are you? Or what is it? You know, like if you get on a plane. So what is your name? And what do you do for a living? And that kind of yeah. thing. It's, they're design- those questions are designed to get to know you, right? Well, that's the same way it is with God. It's for him to get to know us, for us to get to know him. Eva Marie Everson here on The Intersection. Her website address is evamarieeversonauthor.com. 
This is the Intersection Podcast, a weekly production of The Meeting House. You can connect to The Meeting House through the programming section at the Faith Radio website at faithradio.org, as well as through the Meeting House homepage at meetinghouseonline.info. There you'll find a link to the Media Center, the place you can go to listen to or download full conversations with recent guests featured on the Intersection podcast and the Meeting House program. You can find links to the podcast, to the Media Center, as well as its Apple podcast feed. Plus, there's a link to the Faith Radio YouTube channel through which you can watch media through which you can watch video content from Meeting House guests, including recently added content from the Summer 2023 Christian Product Expo in Lexington, Kentucky. Two blogs are accessible. One is The Three with three stories of relevance to the Christian community. There's also The Front Room with devotional thoughts and commentary from The Meeting House. And you can follow me on Twitter and access The Meeting House Facebook page. Again, that website address is meetinghouseonline.info or you can visit the programming section at faithradio.org and look for the link to the Meeting House. You can also find a link to the Media Center through that programming menu. Conversations can also be found through the Faith Radio app and a variety of podcast platforms, including Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify, and a variety of podcast platforms. Just search for Faith Radio Podcast. Well, it's back to the Christian Product Expo Summer 2023 show in Lexington, Kentucky. I had the opportunity to sit down with Jim Bradford, the co-author, along with his wife, Mindy, of the book called Masculinity by Design, Finding True North. In our conversation, he shared insight about biblical manhood and provided, based on his own experience in mentoring men, direction for men as they seek to follow God's plan for their lives. Here now from that conversation is Jim Bradford. I think what has happened is they give their life to the Lord, they get saved, but they're trying to drag these worldly identities with them unknowingly. For example, as men, a lot of times we can find our self-worth in our success. We find our self-worth in approval of people, and they get stuck in two worlds. You can't serve two kings, mm. two kingdoms. So they're, they're saved, but they're still stuck in a world mindset. And that's where the challenge comes in. So in our book, we're challenging men. Let's look at the original design God had for us as men. And let's seek that. And Jesus said, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. That's really the mandate as men. When we walk into a room, people should sense, see, and feel the Father heart of God in everything that we do. Mm. James Bradford joining us today here on the Meeting House on Faith Radio, Faith Radio Meeting House Media Central at the Summer 2023 Christian Product Expo in Lexington, Kentucky. You and your wife, Mindy, have collaborated on this book, Masculinity by Design, subtitled Finding True North. So when you talk about God's design for manhood, Mm -hmm. what does a man who is seeking after God and exhibiting the characteristics of Christ. What does he look like? He looks like a servant. He literally looks like Jesus, because Jesus said in John 20, 21, the same way the Father sent me, so I send you. So as a man, I have to look at, okay, how did the Father send Jesus? Jesus was a laborer. We're laborers. A lot of us, we work. Jesus was a carpenter, but also a stonemason. He was a tecton. So it looks like being Mm. Jesus in the workplace. So that's how the Father sent Jesus 
And that's how he is sending us. Hmm. And when we look at the way that men are to relate to women, obviously your wife was a collaborator yes. with you on this particular book. Mm-hmm. How do you see the, the male-female relationship as designed by God? Minnie and I got married in 2021, and it has been amazing. The first time in my life I have truly experienced God's design for marriage, and it has been remarkable. We're called, if you go back to the garden, Adam and Eve, prior to sin, were called to rule and reign together, together as a team. The two shall become one, Mm -hmm. and Mindy and I have experienced oneness that's beautiful, in prayer life, devotions, and then that translates into regular life. What I challenge men, if you can find spiritual unity with your wife, that produces emotional safety and an emotional unity, which then leads to physical intimacy. That's the flow that we have seen that transforms homes and then transforms culture and society. I like what you said, this just occurred to me for what it's worth, Genesis chapter 2, where God said that a man shall be joined to his wife and the two will become one flesh. That is a pre-fall declaration. Because we know what happened in Genesis chapter 3. Things became unraveled and sin entered into the world. But as we look at God's original intent, Genesis chapter 2, and it was reinforced by Jesus, that is still God's desire and God's design for marriage even today. What's fascinating with your point, when Jesus was asked a societal or cultural question about divorce, specifically how men were divorcing women, he did not answer with the law or the prophets. He invoked the authority of the original design of God. He said in the beginning, he made them male and female. And then at the Sermon on the Mount, how birds are fed, again, he invoked original design That's the power and that's the beauty that as men we need to seek. Jim Bradford here on The Intersection. You can learn more online at masculinitybydesign.com. Well, finally, on this edition of The Intersection, more encouragement for men from social media influencer Daniel Moritz of DLM Christian Lifestyle and DLM Men's Lifestyle. In our conversation, he shared about how a man can live a life surrendered to Jesus Christ, a concept that he covers in the book called Bold Pursuit, a 90-day devotional for men seeking the heart of God. Here now from a recent Meeting House conversation is Daniel Moritz. I love people, and I don't want people to be lost. And we live in a time where there are many lukewarm Christians out there. And we know what God says in his word, that he will spit you out of Mm. his mouth if you're lukewarm. So this book is there for people who love to read, to reach them. And, you know, for a lot of people, Christians as well, to buy this as a gift for your friends or for people in your your life that, that you care about, that you love. To call them to true repentance so that they will know what it means to be a reborn Christian, a true child of God. And then after that, you know, because it doesn't stop there. Is the road of sanctification that we are entering. And I mean, we can sit here the whole day and talk about everything. <laughs> so you can you can buy a lot of books, but this is a 90-day devotional where it touches on many topics, such as, you know, um, how to worship God in spirit and truth. So it explains these crucial truths, not just for um, 
Christians who just became Christians, but also for people who's been or who profess to be a Christian for years. It helps them to overcome destructive habits and addictions like pornography and how to live a stress-free life by fully surrendering to Christ and what it means to engage in spiritual warfare and to fight through the spirit and not the flesh. And there's so much that, that can really help men. And I think there's a, I think not, not just, I think I know there is a huge battle against men. It's a spiritual battle, especially in the day that we live in today, the day and age where men are being attacked from all fronts. People are starting to wonder, what does it mean to be a true man? Well, we need to turn back to the Bible to see what God's word says about it. Mm. Well, let's talk about that just for a few moments here, Daniel. What do you mm. see that the scriptures really have to say with respect to what it means to be a man who loves God and follows Christ? Mm. That's a good question. And you know, the Bible is packed with it. And the whole Bible is about the perfect man. <laughs> it's about Jesus, mm -hmm. right? The Old Testament is about Jesus. The New Testament is about Jesus. And there are many things that it, it helps us to understand what it means to be a good father, what it means to be a good son, a good brother, what it means to live through the spirit. And I think that is where we as men need to come. We need to come to that point where we come to Christ and say, like David did, who was, after, well, God in his own words, mm -hmm. saying, this is a man after my own heart. And so we need more men like David who are willing to say, here I am, Lord, search me, look at my heart and take out everything that is not right. And to put your eyes on Jesus, focus on him, to deny yourself, pick up your cross and follow him in everything that you do. We need to come to that point. We need more godly men. What have you found to be perhaps some of the principal issues from those men whom you correspond with? Hmm. Yeah, we receive a lot of emails with people fighting and struggling with, with certain things, but it all comes down to one thing, and that is they are not denying the self, the mm -hmm. self-life. Mm -hmm. They're not truly putting God first in everything because they want to do this, they want to do that. The, you know, the world is full of it. And so you, you, you see it, you hear it, and you think it's normal because the world says, I mean, you can just scroll through social media and it's about self-importance, self-respect, self-love, self-this, self-that. But God calls us to deny ourselves, right? Pick up our cross and follow Jesus. And so we need men to really follow him. If you do that, if you know what it means to truly abide in Christ, that means you know how to act and live through the spirit. And if you live in the spirit, that means you will not give in to the desires of your flesh. So that fleshly part of you needs to be crucified. Jesus did not just die for you, you died with Christ. Mm. So we need to understand what that means. And when we understand what that means and live in that truth, then we can overcome all the other challenges in our lives. Daniel Moritz here on The Intersection. You can find out more at dlm-christianlifestyle.com. Well, we are nearing the end of this week's edition of the Intersection Podcast, a weekly production of The Meeting House. You can learn more through meetinghouseonline.info or by going to the programming menu from the homepage at faithradio.org. Through the Meeting House homepage, you'll find a link to the Media Center. That's where you can go to listen to or download full conversations with recent guests 
featured on the Intersection podcast and the Meeting House radio program. You can also find links to the podcast, to the Media Center, as well as its Apple podcast feed. Plus, you can watch video of Meeting House guests on the Faith Radio YouTube channel. There is a link provided there. Two blogs are accessible. One is The Three with three stories of relevance to the Christian community. There's also The Front Room with devotional thoughts and commentary from The Meeting House. And you can follow me on Twitter and access The Meeting House Facebook page. Again, that website address is meetinghouseonline.info or you can visit the programming section at faithradio.org. Thank you for joining me for this week's edition of the Intersection Podcast. I'm Bob Crittenden.